This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 358 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have good neighbor Richard Farah. His company is FBI Air. And boy, if that doesn't get your attention, the great service that Richard and his team members provide certainly will. Richard, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Doing great. And and you come highly recommended and uh, thrilled that you're able to squeeze us in. I guess maybe the weather, uh, you can catch your breath a little bit. We have some coolness in the air right now. So uh, you, you probably, it's probably a love-hate thing, right? You know, with, with the warm weather comes a lot of work and the cool weather, you get some much needed rest. But at the same time, you'd probably like it 12 months out of the year, like boiling, right? Yes, it's 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 crazy. From March till around December, it's just nonstop, go go go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. I had a a friend of mine who was in the oil business back in Pennsylvania, and uh, you know when it was like brutally cold and you could you know just didn't want to go near outside, he was like celebrating, like yeah, this is great. <laughs> that's that's exactly what we do here during the winter time. We don't really get too many calls, so that's the only time we about take our vacations. And then during the summertime, it's start working. You don't finish until you get to sleep at night. Yeah, if and when, right? Because, boy, in exactly. southwest Florida, if you do not have air conditioning in the summertime, that's uh, that can't happen. So, uh, man, I, I think about you guys often who uh, get the calls at ungodly hours and just Get out there and help us poor souls without air conditioning. <laughs> so, Richard, let's start with FBI Air. Tell us about your company. So, our company started back in, I'm going to say about 2007, 2008. Um, opened up the company. was doing little jobs here and there. And um, the more I did during the downfall of the economy, the more people just kept on calling and it got to a point where everyone was calling. They wanted better pricing with honest and reliability service. So we built our company on reliability, honesty. Um, we actually help the customers out more than we look at any kind of numbers or facts. We just, we just help customers out and that's how we became. Um, we do repairs, replacements, um, maintenances. You know, our customers tell us what they want, and we do it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And my goodness, you just like a challenge, I guess. I mean, to start your business uh, in 2007, 2008, you know, the, the economic uh, outlook wasn't very bright back then, correct? No, it wasn't actually. I, I, I remember I started the company and people looked at me like I was just the dumbest person in the world. And, you know, I started a company, I, I gave my two weeks notice and everyone laughed at me and it was like, you're starting at the worst time of the year. And I said, yeah, well, if I can make it back now, I'll make it for the rest of my life. And I quit my job. I went, I made flyers. I did it the old fashioned way. I made flyers. I went downtown to the tax collector's office, and all the people in there um, buying on foreclosed houses, when they walked out, I just handed out flyers the whole time. And 
that's basically how I did it was handing out flyers, handing out flyers. And I mean, you only get what you put into a company. And, you know, for the last 15 years, I've put in every minute, every second trying to build what we have right now. Yeah, you know, most people have no idea what it takes to open a business and to really put yourself out there. I mean, hey, it may sound like no big deal. You just go out and hand out flyers. But that takes a lot of guts because there's a lot of rejection involved in handing out. People don't welcome you with open arms and say, Richard, I've been waiting for you to hand me a flyer today at the courthouse. I mean, good for you. It was funny because I handed out about 250 flyers. And when I left, I was walking back, picking up all the flyers. People were throwing on the ground. And everyone looked at me like, what was I doing? And I'm thinking in my head, I just paid 10 cents a flyer. And these people are just throwing it on the ground, you know? And I'm like, wow. So, yeah, in the beginning, it was penny pinching and, you know, just get my name out there. And it took me a couple of years to get it out there. But one of our thing is we give service right now and we keep giving you service throughout the years of our business. And we keep trying to give the same service, whether you've been with us for a year, uh, 10 years, 15 years, you're meeting the same faces, you're meeting the same company. And we just want to make sure we're taking care of our customers. Yeah. You know, your story reminds me of, you know, in my consulting business, uh, I would help my clients understand the power of one. And the power of one is simply what you were doing, you know, in the early days. And you still do. You know, you build your business one customer at a time, one customer that you're exceeding expectations. And you didn't go to the courthouse that day thinking that you're going to walk away with 250 new customers. No, You knew. By continually doing that, not allowing yourself to, to get down, which you had every right to, and I'm sure you had your moments, that all it took was one new customer from that at some point, and then another and another, and then you get into referrals, and before you know it, although, you know, uh, it does take time, like you said, it took a couple of years, and, and you have a thriving business and now a booming business, so, but... Not for the faint of heart, for sure, right? It's I honestly, when I when I first went into business, I honestly didn't know what it would take. <laughs> it just get my phone to ring. I remember my wife calling me in the middle of the day. So what have you done today? And I'm like, I wasted the last six hours trying to get business, and my phone hasn't rang once. And you know. Our, our one thing is, is we don't advertise. We don't go out there and bring customers to us with lies or cheating them. We give them our honest reliability service that I can guarantee. And we just, we get our referrals and our business 100% referral base. Good for you. Good for you. And so let's talk about your journey. Right. You, you made a leap. Uh, what what was that journey like? Why a decision to uh, get into business for yourself? Um, basically, I was almost forced to go into business by myself. Um, I was working for a company, very good company, no, 
still talk to the owners till today. Um, one of the owners looked at me and basically said, Rich, you don't have what it takes to become an owner. You're not smart enough to pass the test. You're not, you're, you don't have it. And I'm one of those, if you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to prove you wrong, Tice. So he told me on a Monday that I wasn't smart enough to pass the test. I signed up for the test that following week, studied my butt off. And in a month, I had my license. <laughs> I, I didn't do it to open a company. I did it just to prove the guy wrong, that I was smarter than what he thought. And it got to the point where, as a employee, some companies don't know how to treat their employees. So it got to the point where I would bust my butt, almost kill myself for my employer, but they didn't know how to return the favor back to me. So I started the company more of, I'm going to be a company that's going to take care of their customers, but also take care of my employees. So here at our company, a lot of my employees are high school buddies, family members, people that I've known for 10, 15 years before I opened the companies, people I can trust. And the way I see it, if I can trust these employees to watch my kids or run my business, I could definitely trust them in a customer's house. And the more trust they have, the more trust I have. And I know that our customers are taken care of at the end of the day. Business is so simple sometimes, isn't it? It, it is <laughs> simple when it comes to trust. I mean, that's yeah. the biggest thing in our business is trust you know biggest thing in a relationship is trust and i look at my business as a relationship the more i can trust the more i can give and the company's done me well the company's done my employees well and our customers love us so it shows me that we're doing our customers the right way nice how about from a myth standpoint you know what do you hear when it comes to you know, HVAC companies that you could share with our listeners and maybe give them more accurate information? Well, there's there's always some kind of myth that customers think. You know, um, I just had one recently where the customer wanted a five-ton AC system and their house only needed a three-ton. And we fought back and forth. And, you know, I basically guaranteed her 100% that if my unit wouldn't work, I'd do what she wanted. And she thought the bigger the air conditioner, the better that it's able to cool her house down. Once it's all said and done, she realized that my three-ton unit was cooling her house way better than that five-ton did, kept her more comfortable, it dehumidified her house, and all at the same time, her electric bill stayed lower. So I saved her money, I saved her frustration, and I caused the unit to last another 15 years just because we did the job correctly. Um, another myth that people have the assumption of, you know, they leave their thermostats all day, every day at the same temperature. And they think, all right, if I leave my temp thermostat at 78 degrees all day long, my electric bill won't go up or down. It's going to stay the same. But in fact, they make a programmable thermostat for a reason. And the programmable thermostat is if you stay within a three-degree temperature difference, let's say you're home during the day, you're going to keep it at 75 degrees. 
but when you're gone and there's nobody home, you turn it up to 78 degrees, you can save up to um, 30% on your electric bill just by turning it up three degrees. And then an hour before you come home, set that thermostat back to 75 degrees. So when you walk in, it's 75 degrees. So six to seven hours a day that you're not home, your AC's only ran half the time, you're saving money. Wow. Wow, that's significant. Good tip. <laughs> so how about when you're not working, Richard, what are you doing for fun? Um, actually, I don't really have too much fun. I basically, I got three oh, daughters. Come on. Am I going to have to send the uh, fun <laughs> patrol over to you? Well, I, I got three daughters and a lot of my time is business. So I wake up at six in the morning. I get home seven, eight o'clock at night. <laughs> my kids about two to three hours a day. Um, Saturdays and Sundays, I just spend time with my family and that's the most fun that I think I really there you go. Um, there you go. every yeah. couple months well, I'll take them to Disney just spending time with my family when I'm not at work is the only fun I really need right now um, playing stuff I, I really don't do too much of anything else I'm I'm working too much I'm in my prime so it's work 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 and play I guess when I retire <laughs> well I'll tell you it- the moment you said family and Disney, man, that that goes way up on my fun meter. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's my wife forces me to go on vacation at least once a year. So we'll go on a family vacation. We don't know where it is until my wife tells me where it is. Um, yeah. It's the only real way I can get away from everything is I take about four or five days. I go on vacation. I come back refreshed and ready to work again and um it's it's really it's it's a blessing what we can do and what we have so anytime that i'm not working i'm actually just spending it with the family you're a good man especially the fact that you listen to your wife and let her do all the planning when it comes to vacations a happy <laughs> wife that's all you can do <laughs> so how about richard from a hardship or a challenge standpoint, looking back in life, what comes to mind that you can share where you can say today, hey, it was a, a rough go, but I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Um, hardships, to be honest with you, is every day's hard. I mean, it's, it's, it's just hard trying to get customers to understand what kind of company we are, um, pulling that trust into companies. Um, talking to customers, having them understand that we're there to help them. We're not like the other companies that are ripping them off. They're looking at, you know, profit instead of helping them. And what ends up happening is we walk into a house and they think we're ripping us off, ripping the customers off from day one, where all we're trying to do is help them out. So we're trying to turn back of what other companies do and try to help these customers understand and educate them. And I think that's one of the biggest things and hardships that we had. Um, a lot of customers want that knowledge of they're out of town, their AC's broken, but they want to know what's going on. And we've actually partnered up with a company that gives the homeowners understanding of 
All right, we're driving to your house. We're meeting you at the house. Here's what the service tech looks like. Here is the part that broke. So we're sending pictures. You know, we're 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 giving that customer all the knowledge as they were here. So it all goes back to trust. You know, when when a customer's not here, whether they're here, you know, you as a professional, you need to show the customer as much as possible. And the hardest thing possible is to get a customer to trust you that's never met you before in your life. So that's one of the biggest, I think, hardship any company is going to have right now is gaining a customer's trust and keeping that trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes time. So uh, uh, you're you're doing the right things and uh, doing everything you can. You know, it's you have all this knowledge. Your techs have all this knowledge, but it's it's very difficult to translate that over to the average Joe and Mary homeowner. Or, condo dweller. And uh, so I, I can appreciate that challenge for sure. But um, sounds like you've been able to rise above it and continue to. And uh, that's where, uh, you know, your your referrals uh, do you uh, justice, right? Hey, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We just yeah. we, we try everything we can to make sure the customer understands. And yeah. we let the customers make the decision. So whether it's the right or wrong decision, you know, the biggest factor is money. How much money is this part going to be compared to a generic part that you know that's going to break down on you? You end up doing is you just give them the option. It could be $1,000 for this part that, you know, will last five years or $500 for this part that might last one year. Hmm. The customer's options, we give them the choice of making that choice and they just tell us, and we just help them out as much as we can, give them the knowledge yeah. of what we do. And, of course, you have the other dynamic where no one wakes up in the morning going, I hope my air conditioning breaks down today so I can just write a big check, right? Exactly. You know, versus, hey, we go buy a new car. That's exciting. We go out to dinner. That's fun. But, you know, air conditioning, let's be honest. But, you know, you, uh, you guys do a great job because – they really appreciate you if they've gone for multiple days without AC or multiple hours even. So uh, yeah, exactly. it sounds itself out, right? Yeah. Um, so how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? Um, one thing I wish I, the customers knew about us is we're all a family here. Believe it or not, whether – whether it's someone we just hired a couple months ago or whether it's someone that's been here five years, all of us are family here. We, we, we're, we're a service company that's out here to help customers. Um, we don't make these units. We don't, we don't, you know, get commission for selling these units. We give the customer a big advantage of our own experiences. Right. You know, what I wish the customers and consumers understood is, you know, we're here to help them make the best decision for themselves. We're not here to make money off them to an extent where I'm going to retire tomorrow and I'm not going to worry about the next 20 years of my life. I, I want to be able to, you know, see this customer in five to 10 more years and still be able to talk to them. Um, and I just, I just really wish 
people understood and understand, you know, through this pandemic that we're dealing with, that my guys are here every day and they're willing to help them as much as possible. And, you know, whatever it takes to make people happy, that's what we're here for. Oh, super. Well, I know you can make some of our listeners happy by sharing with them how they can get a hold of you. Well, we're here located in Lee County. Um, quick, 239-245-5479 call to our office. Our office is open 24 hours a day. Um, on call text after 5, you pick up the phone with a technician, um, not an answering service, and they're ready to help you. All you got to do is just say the word. Nice, nice. Well, Richard, thank you for, again, sharing your expertise and your time today. And we wish you the absolute best going forward there. Uh, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.